This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Everybody get your tickets ready. Stand behind the yellow line. The locomotive is getting set to enter the station. We are 20 minutes away. Do the noise. Doot, doot. <laughs> it's a ter- terrible locomotive noise, but I the locomotive it. will. <laughs> it was well. Hopefully, well. Th- thankfully, we're not sitting next to each other. Then uh, we are twenty minutes away from the locomotive entering the station for Ken's entire college football card for the weekend. We look forward to that. Brad Evans will also join us in hour number three, and uh, you'll hear the glass. And it'll be your bookie's ass one hour from now as PJ Glasser from the BetQL Network stops by. All our bets for tonight and all our thoughts, side and total, for Week 7 NFL Sunday coming up in the final hour, the power hour of the show. But right now, let's talk some soccer. And to do that, we welcome in one of our favorites here on You Better You Bet. And that is our friend, and I'm jealous of him because he's a big Philadelphia Phillies fan. And, like, I, I'm jealous as a Yankee fan. I wish that my team were still around right now and having fun the way that the Phillies are right now, even despite the walk-off loss in, uh, in Game 3 last night to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Anthony is on Twitter, at Anthony DeBundo. You got to check out his soccer betting podcast. He supports us, so support him. Check out the Wonder Goal podcast wherever you find your podcasts. And Anthony's written work can be found at the Action Network. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? Yeah, the international break came at a perfect time for my Phillies fandom to go into overdrive during these playoffs. So it's been fun, and uh, I got the chance to watch a good number of the games international break. You know, we've got one more before most of the European field will be set for next summer's Euros. So that's exciting. Some teams have already booked their spots. Some teams are a little in danger. So it's going to be really fun the next month, and then we'll get the playoff, and we'll get the draw December, early December this year. So we're going to be having groups pretty soon. Yeah, and and international soccer tournaments during the summer are always a lot of fun. I I was reminded the other day that this time last year we were like literally gearing up for the World Cup to start in a couple weeks, like a fall World Cup. I like seems like it's like some kind of weird fever dream, but like no, it actually happened, and we're back to like conventional international soccer tournaments starting next summer, as as Anthony says. And so, okay, tell us uh, like from a betting standpoint, you said you watched a lot of the matches, also watched some Phillies baseball, but but watched a lot of the matches. Um, Are there you know, I'm guessing markets are open on team to win the tournament, maybe even some ancillary stuff. Should we be anything right now or at least like frame how we should look at that euro tournament coming up yeah i'm really intrigued about germany now so the story of germany right they win the 2014 world cup and then in 2018 they crash out of the world cup early in the euros in 2021 uh they were minutes away from being knocked out of the group by hungary uh after a really poor performance against france and hungary alike and so they barely escape from that they get pounced uh, beat pretty bad by england and then they go to the world cup last year and get knocked out losing to japan uh, and and not getting out of the group again. So Germany has had some some bad variants, but they've had one common thread, which is their transition defense 
has been super vulnerable for, for multiple seasons, multiple cycles, and they never really solved it. They had multiple managers, whether it was Yerky Lowe, who won the World Cup, and then they fired him. They hired Hansi Flick, who used to manage Bayern. He couldn't really solve the problem. They kept taking these bizarre losses, and and so Flick is out, and they brought in Julian Nagelsmann, a manager who uh, you know has managed at the highest levels. He managed Bayern. He managed Leipzig. Uh, you know, Widely regarded as one of the best young managers in the world. The question is, can he solve the problem? Because the attacking talent is as good as any team in the world. And they're, on paper, you just list out who they have, whether it's, you know, Leroy Sané, Serge Gnabry, Jamal Musiala, Florian Verts. Like, they have attacking players to outscore and outplay anybody in the world. But can they solve the possession problems that they've had? And I think Nagelsmann might be the guy to do it. I have a lot of faith in him. He did it at Bayern with similar players. He made the similar midfield work. So it's it's hard to pull off in international because uh, you don't get as much practice time and training time together. But not, they're the third favorites. They're hosting the Euros next year. They're going to get a favorable group. Uh, you can find them as high as 7-1. to one. So I'm tempted by betting Germany right now. I think this might be time to finally come back on the Germans to uh, to make noise. And my favorite umlaut of all time would be, the last name was Lowe for the last Germany coach who won the World Cup, and it was the umlaut over the O, and L-O-W somehow became Jürgen Löw. Jürgen Löw. Yeah. Who like, loved to, yeah. would love to, like, love to, like, what was his deal? He would, like, pick his nose and then, like, put his hands in his mouth or, like, yeah. scratch his armpits and smell his fingers. It was, like, he was weird. Also, he won a World Cup, so God bless him. Right. Uh, Anthony, we'll get gross. to the games coming up. <laughs> he was gross. We'll get to the games coming up in a second here. If you'd be so kind, because I know you wanted to say something about England also, give us, like, 30 seconds on England and what and like the, who beat Italy the other day. Um, thoughts on England, and then we'll get to the games coming up this weekend here. Give us 30 seconds on the English. Look, I mean, England had a really good World Cup, and they—I know—they went out on penalties to France because of, uh, you know, Harry Kane missed a pen, uh, and they went out because of a missed pen to, to France. But they're a very, very good team, and they're now the favorites to win. And Gareth Southgate has been criticized for his passivity and his unwillingness to take chances. They're kind of the opposite of Germany, where they're going to say, "We want to win every game, one nothing, not take chances in possession, be very solid defensively." If they sort out the center back issues, Jude Bellingham being inserted into this team and taking the leap into like one of the best players in the world could be enough with, I mean, we know that the talent on paper, Bellingham could be the piece that connects it all and makes it work and finally puts them over the top. That being said, as the favorite, I don't think I can bet them uh, at the current number. So maybe they take a couple losses, we can get a better number, but uh, don't see myself backing England uh, at the next tournament because I thought we'd get a better number. But if you look at it, like Italy's kind of down, Spain's in questions, the Dutch have some problems. Belgium's kind of at the end of their era. So there's some problems with the second tier of teams. So, Anthony, that was England at the international level. Now we can do England at the club level, which is what the picks that usually come on when it come on on Fridays with us. The Premier League's back. We have a lot of matches to kind of go over here. Uh, Liverpool-Everton looks like the first match that you want to talk about. Liverpool find themselves currently uh, fourth in the table in the Premier League. What do we like here? Look, I mean, it's 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 pretty square at this point. Like, you know, I've talked about this on our show, and, and both teams to score in the first half has been at least plus 180 in every match that Liverpool has played this season in the Premier League. Uh, and it is cashed in eight of their nine league matches, and the only clean sheet they had came against Aston Villa. So they have been pretty bad defensively, and the market just isn't really downgrading their defense that much. Uh, and I also am buying a lot of what Everton has offensively right now. At the beginning of the season, they had some real problems because they're attacking... Uh, forwards were all injured. But Dan Juma has come into the team. Dominic Calvert-Lewin is healthy right now. They signed Beto from Udinese. All of them are getting four shots per 90, which is really good production for forwards. Decore has been stepping into the midfield, doing a really nice job getting a couple shots a game, high-quality chances. 
And Liverpool has had major problems defensively. Andy Robertson is down now with an injury. Uh, Curtis Jones is going to miss this match. So there are some real red flags here. And Jurgen Klopp keeps complaining about this, this early turnaround that they keep getting stuck with. They have the early kickoff after the international break when a lot of the Liverpool players are traveling, coming in late. They get one training session usually on Thursday or Friday before the match early Saturday. So it's a tough turnaround for Liverpool. I would look toward Everton here. Uh, and I and I think you just play the both teams to score first half plus 280 and, and laugh as, as it probably cashes again because this Liverpool team keeps sleepwalking through games. They keep getting away with it because they have so much talent and attack, but uh, it's a flawed way of playing. And Everton very quietly putting up extremely good XG numbers, over two in three of their last five games. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday, getting soccer picks for the weekend with our friend Anthony DeBundo from the Wonder Goal podcast on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. Anthony, we I think we want to hit like four more games here and only have about four and a half minutes to go. So if you could, maybe like 30 to 45 seconds on each. Let's go to Chelsea and Arsenal. Chelsea, winners of three straight in all competitions, hosting Arsenal, currently a tie to top the table with Tottenham. We'll get to your Tottenham Hotspur in a little bit. What about Chelsea and Arsenal from the bridge? Yeah, so from a side perspective, you have to wait and see a little bit on the injury news. I do like the under 2.5 either way, minus 110. Uh, Kai Osaka and William Saliba, both questionable for Arsenal. If they're both out, I actually have this pretty close to a coin flip game, so would look toward Chelsea, but did bet the under 2.5. This is all about Arsenal's attack. They are uh, half about average in the league in XG4. It's pretty bad. Chelsea is 7th in XG4, but they've played the weakest schedule of opposing defenses in the league. So major questions about both attacks. Just think this Chelsea defense continues to be undervalued. So look to the under in this one and, and maybe play some Chelsea depending on injury news tomorrow. Anthony, uh, Man City and Brighton. I feel like we do Brighton like every week when you have you on and they're such an interesting team. I always look at the table and see them like next to the contending teams we're used to. Uh, they play Man City, obviously a formidable task. Uh, what do you like here? This is like the most painful bet you'll ever find. And it's a Brighton <laughs> under three and a half. Uh, like they go over every game. If you just want to, the squarest bet on earth is just bet the Brighton over every week. Doesn't matter what the total is, what the price is. Do they just go over? They score a dumb amount of goals. They concede a lot. But they've made some real changes very quietly under the hood last week in their in their draw with Liverpool. Made some real changes to be more defensive. A Dingra at right winger, uh, Soli March at left back, and this new guy Carlos Baleba, who they signed from uh, French club Lille. He really made a difference in their defensive midfield presence. That was the key. They gave up six goals two weeks ago. Deserbi said we can't do that every week. So they kind of dialed it back a little bit. I think we're going to see more of that this week. And City, very quietly, the least efficient team in the league at turning final third touches into box touches. Why? I think a lot of that has to do with just not really being able to replace De Bruyne's absence. All right, we under have about two minutes here. Uh, under three and a half with Man City and Brighton. Man City just third in the table right now. It's kind of weird to see them, like, not first or at least second. Uh, Arsenal is atop the table, tied with Tottenham Hotspur, uh, Anthony's team. Uh, Tottenham playing Fulham this weekend. Uh, what are you doing here with Spurs and Fulham? Yeah, so Monday night football. This is a really difficult matchup because what do we expect from Fulham's attack at this point? Because they had a really good showing against Sheffield United two weeks ago just before the break. But again, you know, Sheffield, worst defense in the league. They put up some good numbers, but they're getting ridiculously unsustainable production from 35-year-old Willian. I didn't think uh, you had that on your bingo card at the beginning of the season. Uh, they don't have a striker right now who can really carry the line. So as as inconsistent as Spurs have been defensively, I, I do like the under here. I think this has gotten a little too high. It's getting as high as 325 in the market. Asian handicap, I do like the under there too. So combination of unders and overs for me this weekend. It, it should be a fun one. What what would be like the British version of Chris Stapleton? I can feel it calling in the air tonight for a little Monday Night Football. Uh, Anthony, let's close with our favorite. 
Where in the world is Anthony DeBundo? Give us give us a bet in any of the, the top European leagues this week. We have about 35 seconds left for the answer. Yeah, let's go to Wolfsburg. I don't think my German's very good, but Wolfsburg, Germany. It was pretty good. Yeah, so every year there tends to be an early season team who really surprises in Germany. Sometimes it's Leipzig, sometimes it's Dortmund, sometimes it's Leverkusen. And this year it's Leverkusen. They have won every match but one, which they tied. They have they are atop the league, and everybody's doing the, well, can Leverkusen win the league conversation? And it's the perfect time to sell on a team that I was buying at the beginning of the year, but now think is very overinflated. Still some major defensive issues, especially on set pieces. They are a minus 140 road chalk against a pretty good Wolfsburg team. I think they're overvalued, so I took some Wolfsburg to win or draw plus 115 in that one. We, uh, we Jürgen love when Anthony comes on the show because he's awesome betting, betting soccer with us, whether it's your thoughts on the Euro next year, Bundesliga, the English Premier League, he's the best. At Anthony DeBundo on Twitter, you got to check out his soccer betting podcast, Wonder Goal, and uh, his written work over at the Action Network. My friend, really appreciate you coming on. Good luck to your Phillies, my friend. Hashtag Red October, and we'll talk to you soon. I'll be dancing on my own. Tabundo joining us here on you. That's a good line. Joining us here on You Better, You Bet. All right, hour number three coming up next here on this phenomenal football Friday. The train is almost getting set to leave the station. Locomotive coming up next. Ken's entire college football card for the weekend. We'll be right back with You Better, You Bet, presented by Bet MGM (laughs) on the BetQL Network.